Hello and welcome my partners in crime. You know I always say that in the nicest possible way. Now today is the second case, no third case, because we've done the update on the um, uh, you know, pitchfall case, nightmare, and then we've just done Ellie's case and now we're going to do um, another case which is really bad. Again this is a case that is, I suppose, um, a case of domestic homicide and you know I hate using that term but that's what it's classed as and this is again very graphic and um, quite a terrible murder so again you know I'm filming here so you might hear the dogs you're going to hear some noise but unfortunately it's a lot less noise than what you'd hear at my house and so how did this Jacqueline Hyde character this Joe Axenson become you know this cold-hearted killer right this is the main question I think with this one so on the night of December uh, this high achieving um, intelligent maths graduate Joe Atkinson a man with no history of violence at all uh, suddenly becomes this savage cold-blooded killer this is a shocking case so there's a warning out with this case so literally look, four months after this brutal murder of Poppy Devery the um, and her name was um, Poppy Devery Waterhouse now she was 25 year old at the time of her murder and um, the bloke that murdered her is Atkinson. He never really explains why. He doesn't really understand what happened. But what happened was, you know, at least Crown Court this was out, and I've read all the case files on it, and it's a shocking case, really. It was a breakdown in this couple's relationship. They'd met, and um, they were both university students, and um, Poppy was a um, graduate, and she was a maths graduate, so she'd doing her master's. An intelligent both of these two were intelligent people. She had a life, all right? She had, she was so intelligent, she knew what she wanted to do. You know, again, society again has lost someone um, that would have been um, really needed in our community. You know, these people, or this girl especially, was so highly educated and such a nice girl. But she'd been with Atkinson for about three years and she decided that to end the relationship. And another one, this is another one that Atkinson had, um, not took it badly at first, he'd actually moved on and he was with someone else at the time of this murder. But he didn't want, or he couldn't see his life without her, so he murdered her. So this is the story of Poppy. So in the early hours of December 14th, 2018, after a night out drinking with his colleagues and stuff, and he had been drinking, um, he'd had a good night and stuff, Atkinson's really carried out this murder and it was really terrible. It's a harrowing knife attack on his ex-partner for three years. He had been out with his colleagues at this Christmas party uh, in the hour, early hours of the morning. He left there, he went and got himself something to eat um, and then he made his way over to Poppy's house. Now Poppy and him shared a flat and they still actually shared a flat they were both still uni students they'd been together and as I said it was they'd broken up and she had a new boyfriend and he had a new girlfriend and normally yes he wasn't taking it well I think she said to someone but he had moved on so about she had stayed in that night and she was on the phone to her boyfriend about 10 o'clock that evening and um, everything up until then was alright but what she didn't know was Atkinson really had murder in mind so he was seen leaving this Cool Lane Social um, in the city, actually, at about 2.20am. 
stop for food on his way home and walk back to his flat around 3am in the morning. So as I said, she had spent her time at home that night. She hadn't gone out. 10 o'clock was the last sort of thing we know about her because she spoke to her boyfriend. She spoke to him back now on the phone. And uh, everything seemed to be fine. Now, as I said, they did share a place. So, of course, listen, I've said before, drinking and everything else is not uh, a defence for murder. And um, this is a terrible terrible assault on this girl it's just terrible so Atkinson was also captured driving his car later that morning at 5:40 um, a.m. Um, in this area of Leeds he dialed 999 three hours later at 8:40 a.m. soon after that the paramedics left uh, let themselves into this flat in Sussex apartments where they found Miss Debris Waterhouse's body, or Poppy's body, lifeless, literally, in a pool of blood in the hallway. So he'd murdered her. Again, it's another one that then tried to clean up this apartment and stuff like that. He tried to do things. There's no way I think this girl would have survived anyway, but even if she had any chance of survival, we know now that he left that apartment at 5.40am and he didn't call the paramedics or the police until 8.40 p.m. So this girl had no chance of being, you know, resuscitated or any chance of, of helping this this girl at all, really, because he had left it so long to call the police, making sure that she was dead and was staying dead. So this prosecutor, um, Jason Pisser, QC, now he says what happened in the interim was that he had armed himself with a knife, a kitchen knife, and he'd murdered Poppy in an unprovoked attack fueled by this raging jealousy. And don't forget, we spoke about this before when many of these partners, I mean, we've had Christy who had another partner, he had another partner actually as well. We've had um, Shan um, Charlotte, and she had, um, these are the cases we've done, she had a part, he had another partner as well. But they still don't want you to move on. So this was unprovoked. She didn't see this coming. She knew he'd not took the... Um, break up well but what she hadn't thought is that he was going to come and do this to her because he had moved on as had she you know these were educated people she was an educated girl you know <laughs> um, there was no way that she would have stayed in this apartment if she had believed that this was going to happen to her no way so there was no evidence actually this of Atkins this maths graduate this first class honours student really had ever been violent in the past before we had no history of it at all all right nothing uh, now when he finally confessed he told police he didn't know how many times that he had stabbed her he just didn't stop and he only stopped when he claims that she stopped fighting so Atkinson was assessed wasn't he he would be by a forensic um, psychiatrist uh, after the killing and the precise reason for his behaviour really um, is still unclear. Um, he won't really speak about it, he doesn't really say much about anything and so it's difficult isn't it when you've had no history and you've got someone that's saying anything you can understand why someone would do it. It literally comes down to he didn't want her to live her life and him not be in it so he murdered her. 
So the court heard that the attack may have been triggered by this jealousy breakdown of the relationship, but really um, that, that's all we can assume because, as I said, so Poppy, um, you know, I think what it was, was did this lead then to this breakdown and, and this instantaneous loss, really, of control and of low self-esteem, uh, and, and he was engaged in this powerful feeling that overwhelmed him, or not, or was it just something that he just thought, I'm going to kill you because you won't um, do what I want you to do. I don't want you to live with someone because you don't want me, so you can't go on with your life, I'm going to take you. But it's the way he done it. And again, we spoke about the case of um, Ellie, where her killer cleaned up the scene and tried to evade and sort of things like this. And he actually did the same, even though he did hours later ring the police. This one didn't clean up the scene and sort of left her to make sure that she was dead before he'd even rang anybody about it. Okay, so what we know has happened, isn't it, that he's gone out with his mates, his work colleagues, he's sort of enjoyed the evening there, he's then gone and got something to eat before he's gone home. So we know he got home about 3am in the morning, because that was when he was seen on CCTV. We know then that he's gone in, and this is an unprovoked, that she was probably in bed, we don't know, but she was found murdered in the hallway. Now, her death was described really as a, t a horrendous attack, he stabbed her more, or she had more than a hundred injuries, all right? Um, I think he stabbed her over 75 times, but the actual injuries to her were over a hundred different injuries to her body. This was a frenzied attack on her. Frenzied. She was left for dead, of course, you know, the, her injuries, well, when, listen, when someone's stabbed and then stabbing you and stabbing you and stabbing you like that, you won't survive, all right? You're not going to survive. Plus, there was other injuries, stuff on her um, that he had done to this poor girl, this 25-year-old girl. All she did was not want to be with him. So, listen, she left him again because, one, she felt the relationship, he was smothering her. She couldn't be herself. He was too, you know, wanted to overpower her, take over her life. You know, there was coercive behaviour within this um, relationship. There was no violent behaviour, right? There was none of that. But the, again, it comes down to that Poppy didn't want to be controlled by a man. She was an educated girl. She had a life ahead of her. She was a maths graduate. She was doing a master's in mathematics. She was an intelligent girl. He was an intelligent boy. But he both of these had moved on in their relationships but because she had moved on and I think he'd already previously attacked her new boyfriend even though he had had someone himself so there were slight signs that he wasn't taking it well he could move on she couldn't she couldn't so when you have a partner that's attacking then the new partner that is a clear warning sign of something that could really happen here in this or end like this <laughs> he was quite a quiet man this man he had no violence beforehand before this he says he doesn't understand why he's done it he doesn't that's why we call him the jackal and hide 
because he went from one personality to another. But listen, without doubt, this man is a killer, right? He knew what he was doing that night to attack that girl and cause her more than 100 injuries to where the paramedics have said the scene was absolutely terrible. It was graphic, graphic, even for them, and they would have seen a lot. So you can understand, can't you, where her mother and her father are again can't grieve because they're fighting, you know, the system for this. I mean, he got 16 years. Is it enough? No, it's not. No, it's not. I was saying because he's a maths graduate and, you know, right, he hadn't been violent before. He's murdered someone. He's killed someone. Whether he was in a relationship with her for three years and it ended. What right has he got to take someone else's life? What right has anyone got to take someone else's life? And so they joined up, actually, with um, Ellie Gould's parents in this fight to get the laws changed, even though, you know, um, he was 25 year old, Atkinson, when he did this murder. I think what they joined up about was to say that this can happen to anybody. Domestic abuse, coercive behaviour, domestic homicide can happen to anybody, no matter how educated you are, no matter what form of life you're in, whether the man's been violent before or not, it happens. It happens. Now, there were signs, I think, here. And but people didn't believe he was capable of that. We're all capable of murder. It just depends on the circumstances, doesn't it? Really. So this poor girl died for no other reason than this jealous man. He took the life of a 25-year-old, wonderful girl. He took her away from her family, her friends and society. And the work that she wanted to do with her degree would have definitely have benefit, benefited society. 16 years, not enough. Absolutely not. And he sits in his cell and still contemplates what he does as he can't understand it. This man deserves to sit longer than 16 years in a cell for what he did to Poppy. So these cases were highlighting domestic homicide cases, and I hate that word, because it's about education. That's what it's about, and I think even her mother also joined up to talk about self-defence classes and that. Listen, when you have someone in a range that is out to kill you, self-defence won't help you. I keep coming back and I keep saying it. It's about education, it's about understanding them signs. It's about understanding it. The minute that he attacked her new boyfriend, you could tell he wasn't over that relationship. Just because they've moved on means nothing. It means nothing. They can still kill you because they don't want to lose that control. So listen, this has been Poppy's story. Very sad case, isn't it, really? But it has to be told. And this man, I don't know what's going to happen when he gets out. Will he do it again? Could he do it again? We don't know. Because he doesn't understand why he done it in the first place. The forensic psychologist or psychiatrist doesn't understand why he done it in the first place. So if we can't understand why someone's done it, how do we know he won't do it again? When the next relationship breaks down. We just don't. And this is the issue of a lot of these cases. Anyway, 
you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Facebook. This is going to be on podcast on Spotify soon, very soon. When I put the others up, I've got about seven to put up now. And this is again uh, another case which deals with belong to no one. This is a domestic homicide case, probably at its worst. Not, not, how can you say it wasn't seen coming? No, it wasn't. So, anyway, you know what to do subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Your thumbs up if you've liked it, hit that bell. Let's get up to this 10,000 subscription. Let's do this. Um, and so, thank you. And until the next time, bye bye.